Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 41 of Letters from a Lonely Flyboy. We are your hosts. I am Kelly Dennis. And I'm Clinton Cathcart. Thank you for joining us as we continue on this journey described by our father through his letters home. The letters in this episode begin on February 3rd, 1962, and Clint is going to read that letter. And the first letter reads, it's dated Saturday, 3 February. Hi, honey. Had a letter again today, and believe it or not, a long note from Smitty. As you said, I'm sure there's a lot we don't know about the situation as concerns Will and Gene. All we can do is hope, I guess. He's right about these tours, though, and it works both ways. I've been extremely nervous all day with no reason that I can think of. Took my instrument check this morning, and that was probably the worst showing I've made in quite a few years. I'm actually embarrassed about it. I passed, of course, but know that personally I can do so much better. Just couldn't relax. Kept such a tight grip on the stick that you'd have thought somebody was about to yank it away from me at any minute. I think probably the change in soul might do me good. A guy by the name of Smith told me to bring my golf clubs. Don't see much point in it uh, in this weather, but guess I'll (laughs) take them anyway on the chance we get a break in the weather. I almost have to say that the winter really hasn't been too rough so far. Some pretty bad spells, but fairly, fairly mild, too, days, too. How about my daughter going to the club and having an egg salad sandwich yet? I agree that she probably didn't make Will feel any better. I must have really <laughs> been off base about Mrs. Price. We'll try to pay attention and see if I can figure out what happened. GB is really sold on the ranch. He and another guy own it jointly, but GB is trying to buy him out at the present time. Haven't heard from Grady, but didn't expect to so soon. We only collected per diem for about a day and a half on the trip, but it's sure better than nothing. Made the down payment on my suit anyway. Sure hope I don't have any trouble collecting for this soul trip. Smitty said he has been so busy umpiring that Judy is beginning to think she married a whistle. She is a pro in the process of having all her teeth pulled and getting new store-bought tights. Smitty alternately felt sorry for her and then ended up saying, actually, she's had a good deal, either doped, drunk, or both for the past three weeks. He also said that he's in the number one slot for transfer for anything that comes along. He thought we should have stayed over here, called me a damn fool, in fact, but then we should have then we have been known to disagree pretty violently. And besides that, he can't even spell. Said he's covered his bear and is trying to get to Laredo to see you. GB is firmly in the driver's seat as deputy commander and has already firmly asserted himself, as I said before. He could be the best thing that has ever happened to this outfit if General H doesn't beat him into the ground. I doubt it can be done, but Hutchinson is a funny one. Don't worry about what Will said, honey. I'm pretty sure well in control of myself, and I know you are, but I sure miss you. I love you, C. Okay, well, it sure sounds like Dad's dealing with some anxiety, (laughs) second-guessing himself about the the instrument check. Oh, yes. Um, I'm sure he did reasonably well, but if it wasn't perfect, then he would have thought that it wasn't good. Right. (laughs) It sounds like him. And he's so impressed with me going to the club and having an egg salad sandwich. I guess he must think that sounds pretty grown up. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Yes. Um, um, now, how grown up you have to be to have an egg salad sandwich, I'm not sure. 
but certainly um, you were able to pull that off, it sounds like. Well, how about that? <laughs> and GB's buying a ranch. Yeah, he it looks like he and another guy. Um, and I, I do know that at some point in the, in the future, I don't know when that point rolls around, that he actually did get a chance to buy the other guy out. But um, um, he was pretty well sold on Colorado. You know, that's got to be pretty exciting for him. And there's no news from Grady, but he's not expecting any so soon, I guess. No, it's pretty, um, I mean, uh, the, the incident happened just not terribly long ago. No, it sure didn't. And Dad shares the news from Smitty's letter. <laughs> um, interesting information about Judy. And uh, it also really um, kind of outlines the relationship between the two of them dad and smitty i mean yes yeah oh yes um it's <laughs> kind of interesting for me uh she was pretty young i mean the 62 she probably would have been was. in the neighborhood of 40 approaching 40 um yeah had to have all of her teeth replaced that's 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 something um and also nice. he, he mentions that um smitty is doing a lot of umpiring i think that must have been baseball i guess um and i didn't know he did that um interesting with with his temperament that must have been something to see. <laughs> that's a good point <laughs> he could be kind of a hothead that's for sure yeah and uh, he's got some concerns about uh conflicts between gb and hutchison it sounds like yeah i well i think um just um I think, you know, basically, I don't know that it was so much a, a conflict between them as it was that apparently Hutchison tries to micromanage and he doesn't think um, GB would, um, Colonel Price would, would react overly well to that, but probably could handle it and, and um, deflect any problems. Yeah, I think he, he sounds like he was uh, pretty good at that from what dad has said about Price. Yes. Okay. Anything else for the good of this letter? Well, I got a kick out of He said something about, you know, um, um, he was in number one for any transfers, and they are, are going to be transferred pretty soon to McCord Air Force Base oh. near Seattle. Um, but I thought it was interesting, too, though, that he said that um, uh, Smitty told him that his cupboard was bare and was trying to get down to Laredo to see us. Um, and his cupboard would be his liquor uh, cabinet because – Obviously, um, <laughs> if he's trying to get down to Laredo, he's trying to get into Mexico for cheaper booze. So, I, I wondered about that line. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm you know that's what those guys would schedule their flights around so they could slip into Mexico and get um, cheap liquor or whatever. So, it, uh, I guess flying did have its uh, benefits. Absolutely. All righty then. So I'm going to go on and read the next letter. And this one is dated Sunday, February 4th. Hi, honey. It's been about six months since I left you and Miss Kelly. And tomorrow will be six months off the tour. Not quite halfway, but getting close to the peak and ready to start downhill. Only seems like a couple of years. <laughs> Nothing is surely downhill here, though. As GB says, it's an uphill fight all the way. I guess that expresses it just as well as anything. Somehow, that much time is gone, though, and I can almost feel sorry for the guys just getting here. Had a letter again today. Sounds like Dink is growing up rapidly, and I'm pleased to hear that he is on the student council. It's good training for him in many ways. 
agree with you about the religion conversation. However, he must realize that he can't ignore or write off associations on strictly the religious basis. If he does, he'll miss some good associations and tend toward a narrower viewpoint on life, which won't ever help. The counsel about his dating is 100% correct. How he really learns to handle this problem is a problem, but I think that he'll make out okay. He's basically pretty smart and will figure it out. The guidance he gets is, of course, important. I'm sure Miss Kelly is a great help in the baking department. <laughs> Bet you haven't figured out how you got by without all the help for so many years. <laughs> I'm all packed up for my trip north, including my electric blanket. Kind of hate to move out only because I'm sort of settled here. Probably the things I'll miss the most are the services of Miss Pack. We'll probably have to take my clothes to the cleaners myself. How about that? Wrote a note to the Smithsons this afternoon and mentioned the Williamson situation. We'll be writing from Seoul tomorrow night. They are going to send my mail up by courier twice a week. It won't be the best, but I guess that's about as good a system as I can work out. Miss you badly and the kids too. I love you. C. And he's sharing his thoughts about the six month and uh, kind of waxing philosophical there. But it must seem like a big chunk of time has gone by. It still feels like a lot more to go. And he uh, reacts to news about you and me in a letter from mom. An interesting uh, comment about the associations and religion. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm trying, I was trying to remember that as I uh, read, read the letter before. I think part of it was, it was interesting, um, the... Episcopal priest we had there in in um, in Phoenix, um, Father Urbana, um, was uh, pretty you know quite the intellectual and and um, <clears throat> I just remember talking with him a little bit. I got kind of hung up on because I had a lot of Jewish friends and and the thing of course is if you go strictly by um, you know the the, the uh, some of the Old Testament well not no, no not the Old Testament scriptures but some strictly by the, the scriptures, you know, um, you know, basically there's reference to, you have to believe in Christ and accept him as your savior to go enter the kingdom right. of heaven. Also, you have to be baptized, so forth and so on. And I was kind of worried about these people because a lot of them, you know, never, <laughs> those were not choices, especially uh, young friends. Those were not choices they were making. Those were choices that, that were being made for them for the most part. I mean, they could make, they could change their sure. minds later. Um, and so I think that's pretty much um, uh, what um, what we're referring to here as the religious conversation. Um, sure. And um, um, you know, and then basically, Father Urbana's um, approach was, well, you know, look, um, we don't really know how this is going to shake out. Um, certainly, um, God has a um, a plan and you know we have to kind of leave that up to him it was it, you know i mean it, it's kind of vague and you kind of think well oh, yeah but what about these people um mm -hmm. but um somehow i guess i kind of worked it out at some point yeah it's a it's a a big idea and those uh, those kinds of big ideas start surfacing at about your age at the time yeah and uh discussions come about and you start really thinking about well you know hey, you know how is this going to work out but i i uh, appreciate the father's uh comments and viewpoint on that that's that's pretty that's pretty neat 
Yeah. Okay. I mean, and that, I, like, that's what all I could think of um, what, that that was referring to. And of course, yeah. I got a big kick out of the fact that you were um, it, you were already baking when you were two years old. <laughs> yeah, boy, I bet I was uh, all kinds of help. I know mom always did appreciate my um, quote unquote help in the kitchen. I'm using air quotes here, but you can't see it on, on the air. But yeah, <laughs> yeah that was a, a that was always a she was always really good about you know, letting me help, especially around Christmas time and, and that kind of thing. I was always fascinated by cooking, but uh, I'm sure I was uh, a huge hindrance to the process and and not much help at that age. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so dad shares this news about the Williamsons with Smitty, which um, is, uh, that's nice. It probably, word probably hasn't gotten back to him necessarily. Yeah, I think, then, I, I think the Williamsons were out there with us there for a while in Phoenix. And of course, then we would, mom would have been closer to the information than Smitty was, because I think at this point he's still in New York. Right. Right. But that kind of, that whole situation, he makes a reference to how hard it is being separated and, and what happens to marriages, I guess, um, in, you know, under those circumstances. And then he's off to Seoul in the morning. Yes, um, I. This is kind of, I think, if I recall correctly, kind of the beginnings of his um, his uh, adventures in in Seoul. Um, and of course, he. I don't know if he mentions it, but he's still kind of somewhat um, uh, wondering whether or not the 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 um, per diem is going to come through. Um, and and. He like he said the probably the things he missed most of the services miss pack like now he has to worry about getting his uniforms clean and <laughs> his laundry yeah. and all that stuff where he didn't have to worry about that kind of stuff before. Yeah, yeah, that's a bummer. That, that's I mean, I it's that doesn't sound like a big deal, but I'm sure yeah. it's a, a, yeah a bigger deal than <laughs> than we think it is. Yeah, um, convenience. And it, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, and that with his his schedule and how busy he is, that that convenience made a big, big difference in his life. I'm sure. Yeah, of course, he's not going to be as busy as he's mentioned here because he doesn't have um, what's his name. I, I can't. I'm trying to remember um, um, his the that uh, office uh, chief, Colonel Nuts. I can't think of it. Anyway, it'll come <laughs> back because he'll mention it in another letter. But he doesn't have him worrying about everything all the time and having them go in late at night and on the weekends True. and stuff. Uh, it looks like this is kind of a nine to five situation um, in Seoul. Yeah. I know he appreciates that. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's a big, big change for sure. Oh, so Duncan, I think, is that Duncan? Duncan? Yes. Yeah. All right. So anything else for this letter? I can't think of anything. All right. Would you go ahead and read the next letter then? please. Okay. And that is a letter dated Monday, 5 February. Hi, honey. I'm here and pretty settled. In fact, lucky from what I hear. Got here about 1100 and just for the heck of it, checked in at the billeting station. Got moved right into a BOQ for my stay rather than the regular transient quarter. Besides being quite a bit cheaper in the long run, I have maid service and TV, not in the room, the TV I'm talking about but in a small lounge, very small room, but I'll get by actually ended up better off all the way around. No mail today. Of course, left too early. Even if there was some 
have made arrangements to have it delivered to the building I'm working in by the courier daily, except on weekends. We'll see if the system works in the next couple of days. I also have transportation. I had to fight to the wire for it, but got them to issue me a pickup truck for the duration of my stay. A number of people are still wondering how I did it, and I'm not really sure myself. Guess it was perseverance. Now, if the per diem thing will just work out okay, it will be worthwhile. Could also hope for a little spring weather and time for golf, but guess I can't have everything. Won't even bother to mention the very best. All is not quite peaches and cream, though. Have a real bag of worms to work on and some army clowns to work with. I think they run strictly an eight to five <laughs> operation here, though, so I should be able to make it. Brought my blanket with me, plus my cup and handy dandy, along with some pictures of my troops. So I guess this is about as good as a way as any to pass the time. And it all counts, which is the important thing. Miss you, honey. Love you, too. Really do, you know. See. Okay, so he's got some better quarters in Seoul than he expected, which got to be a pleasant surprise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I wonder what he means by uh, won't even bother to mention the very best. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh... He's talking about that after he mentions the golf. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know because he says um, he's got it's kind of interesting. Um, um, you know, because he's working with some army types. Um, but he, of course he is happy with the eight to five. Um, yeah. Rural spring yeah. won't even bother to mention the very best. Um, um, I, oh, maybe he means, um, he can't have everything, including the very best. Which would mean probably him being home. I I think I think I think I just oh, figured that. Oh yeah, out. that yeah, probably that <laughs> yeah, and or um, per diem. Okay, yeah. Oh well, I per guess. diem would be okay too. Yeah. Well, hopefully that he will get that. Yeah. And kind of um, hoping he'll get that so he can, he can pay for all the stereo equipment he wants to buy. <laughs> and so he hasn't gotten any mail yet, and uh, he some got somehow got a transportation got transportation, which uh, sounds like a, a huge deal. Yeah. Well, he doesn't have the mail yet because he picked it up this morning before he left to go to Seoul. Right. And um, then there isn't any new mail yet because the courier is going to bring it through the week. Um, we can but, only hope. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, he does have a pickup truck, so he has a way to get around. And he uh, still loves that electric blanket and it's handy dandy, getting good use out of both of those. Yes. I guess those are two of the highlights of the whole trip. <laughs> well, to, to Korea, I mean. Yeah, you got to take what you can get. I guess. Yes. <laughs> Anything else for this letter? I think that's got it. Okay. Well, I'm going to go ahead and read the last letter of the episode. Then this one is dated Tuesday, six February. Hi, honey. I didn't get any mail today. They either missed the courier this morning, or there wasn't any mail yesterday. Called down there today, though, and I know that there is at least one letter there for me. I have to go back and see GB tomorrow, so I'll get any that comes in at least through tomorrow morning. The thing here gets to be a bigger bag of worms all the time. I have to get a little guidance from the head shed at Osan and found out General H is in Japan, so I guess it'll be up to GB to make the decision. Can't say I put in a very rough day, and strictly 8 to 5, as I had said. I'm afraid I've got some heavy ones ahead, though, the way things are shaping up. Sure do miss my mail. 
it's been quite a while since I've gone a couple days without any, since before Christmas. And then I was in Japan. I watched TV for quite a while tonight. They sure get good reception up here. Seems like it should be better at Osan, really being not that far away. But I guess they don't have the power or don't use enough. Expect to be back here tomorrow night, even though I'm going to Osan. I'm sure not going to try to spend part of the time in each place. They would like me to, but I'm going to try to avoid it. Not even going to take my shaving kit back with me. This sure as heck isn't much of a letter, but I really don't have much to say or any news. As always, I miss you and I love you. See. So he's uh, dealing with the new mail system, but it's only been a day or two. Right. Since and he has to go back down to Osan, um, he's going to be able to pick up the letters he knows are there. Right, right. Well, that's a good thing, at least. And he's dealing with a can of worms and can use some guidance, <laughs> I bet. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that they, he's trying to get some guidance from his office as to what he, what they want him to do, what, how much he can divulge to them or whatever. Yeah, sure, sure. And every, and he's at least enjoying the working hours, and that's got to be yes. a huge, 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 hairy deal for him. We just talked about that. And he's determined not to be trying to stay in both places and split his time up. And I don't blame him for that at all. Right. Driving back and forth. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. yeah. That would not be. Um, you know, oh, he'd just spend all his time on the road. Yeah. Yeah. That's, what, that's the last thing he needs, especially with the great working hours that he has. <laughs> Using them up on the road. So do you have anything else for the good of the episode or this letter? I don't. Okay, I'm going to introduce a new feature for this episode. It's called the question of the episode. And the question this time is what famous American aviator made history in February of 1962? Write in with your answer and we will give you a shout out on the next episode. If you have the answer or any other comments or feedback you'd like to share, you can reach us on Instagram at Lonely Flyboy or email us at letters from a lonely flyboy at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, and the contact information is also listed in the show notes in case you missed it just now. Thank you again for listening. We are your hosts. I am Kelly Dennis. And I'm Clinton Cathcart. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.